Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, dew sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT, your host, and of course, Grilling at the Green is the show where we talk to fascinating, interesting, and the characters of the world of golf. So we've got a really fascinating story to tell you today with my guest, Neil Wilhelm. But first, we'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended. That's uh, PaintedHillsNaturalBeef.com, and also Ben Hogan Golf home of the Hogan Demo Program. No risk, no obligation. You can just, uh, I think you can get up to three clubs. Uh, they will ship them to you. I think they take your credit card number, but uh, you can ship them back if you don't like them. Or you can build your set off of them. Check it out online at benhogangolf.com. So my good friend, Neil Wilhelm, who I've known for a number of years, is the head coach of golf here at my local high school in Oregon, the Woodburn Bulldogs. Yay. And um, Neil is their golf coach, of course. And uh, first of all, Neil, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, no problem. We had a little technical issue, but we got that fixed. So I know you've been a teacher for quite a long time. But what, uh, what possessed you to, uh, was it insanity or what, that, that made you decide to coach a golf team? <laughs> uh I, uh, I love sports. I love teaching. Uh, it was just a natural marriage of the two, uh, to get into coaching. Um, it's, uh, you you develop a different relationship with the kids as a coach, uh, than, than as their teacher. Uh, usually the numbers are a little lower so that, uh, I can, I can spend a little extra time with them, you know, and then the numbers continue to grow on the golf course. They're growing quite fast too, but, uh, uh, you know, I just, I love, you know, that interaction that we have as coach and player, um, kind of all in it together. We have common goals. Um, yeah, it's great. So had you coached golf before? Never coached golf before. When I first got into teaching, I, I coached basketball. Uh, then I coached some baseball and did both together and then, you know, got tired of rainouts and baseball all the time. Yeah. So. So I moved into the golf world. So I know you play golf, but uh, how different was it from being the coach of a golf team to being the coach of a baseball team or a basketball team? Uh, Quite different. You know, I mean, uh, while you do compete as a team uh, in golf, you know, in my mind, it really is kind of an individual sport. Um, uh, And so, 
so coaching individual sport versus coaching a team sport is is a lot different you know it's just in terms of how you how you motivate you know the kids and, and whatnot um in golf i think it may be one of the few high school sports in this day and age where you can get a lot of beginners and a lot of the schools do get beginners at, at the high school level you know yeah. there's uh and so that you know with the differentiation of, of the talent level, you know, with kids that are shooting in the, in the low seventies to kids who, you know, don't even know how to hold a club or score. Right. Um, it, it's, it's a challenge, but it's fun. I'm sure it is. I, I'm sure it is. What, uh, when you get those kids that, and, and I know this cause I, I've been there on the first day of practice when you had kids turn out, they didn't even know what in to hold the golf club on. And so walk us through the steps that you, that you do with them. And you say, well, here's the, here's the end you hold and the object is to hit the ball. So, I mean, it's gotta be a little more than that, but I would think that that's kind of where you start. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, uh, it, it's tricky on, on those first few days, you know, dealing with the needs of all the kids, especially with as many kids as we now have out. Um, uh, I think, you know, got to start with, with getting them some equipment, uh, with, uh, you know, pointing them in the right direction with talking to them a little bit about, you know, grip stance, um, you know, and the general idea, but, but my philosophy has kind of always been less is more, I mean, you know, to, to throw too many things at them right away it's like paralysis by analysis, right? Yeah. It's hard to do anything if, if you're, if you're thinking too much, right? So just give them a chance to get out there and, and, and take a couple whacks at the golf ball and, and do a little chipping and putting and, and just get a feel for, for what's going on out there. Uh, I think, you know, that the sooner I can get them out onto the course, even if they're brand new to it, just to give them a sense of what's the end goal, right? You got to get right. from, from point A to point B, you know, this holds 350 yards. You're supposed to do it in four strokes. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so do you have a do you have an issue maybe more so with the guys and the girls, especially if, if they're familiar with golf or they've watched it on television or their folks watch it, whatever. Uh, they they just want to get that driver in their hand and just just knock it as far as they can. Yes, that that that's that's definitely that's the fun part, right? We all we all love doing that. Um, I wouldn't call it an issue. Uh, you know, mo most of the kids that I get out, especially for golf, you know, a lot of times a different breed. You know, uh, some of them are three sport athletes. Some of them, they just want to try something, and, yeah. and, and golf happens to be that. So a lot of them are sponges. You know, they'll 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 respond to whatever I ask them to do. And, uh, you know, yeah, they they all want to go to the driving range and. and rapid fire golf balls out there, but uh, it's not hard to get them over to the, the putting green and chip in and things sure. like that. They're, you know, that as long, you know, again, one of the big things is you got to make sure they're having some fun out there, you know, right. and, and to give them too much too early, you know, to put a bunch of pressure on them right away. That's just not going to do it. They got to develop a love for the game. And, and, and then that translates to wanting to put in the time that is necessary to be good at the game. You know, uh, so, uh, yeah. Well, you've had some kids there when I first met you that, like I described, they didn't even know how to hold a golf club. And they went on to do some very 
very good things. Um, we're going to talk about the Evans scholarships in, in another segment coming up, but I know that you've had some that the first time I saw them, a little iffy, if you will. And then uh, the next year, uh, they actually made the, you know, the varsity team or however you break it down and they're competing in, uh, you know, district and state tournaments. That's got to be really uh, fulfilling on your part. It is, it is, you know, uh, watching a kid, you know, get rewarded for you know, all, all the time and effort and, you know, sacrifice that they make sure and something like that is it, it definitely warms the heart it's, it's it's why we do what we do in teaching why we do what we do with coaching um and uh yeah it's great i mean and and it just takes a couple of those kids then you know others start to follow you know and yeah and that and then uh, you go from having you know, three, four, five kids on the golf team to having 30 come out this year, you know? I mean, uh, and that's uh, that's the great part about it. Oh, that's cool. So between coaching, I mean, if, if you're in coaching in high school, which you do, and when you were coaching baseball or basketball, those kids had some experience with it before they uh, turned out for the team but now you've got kids that have no experience with it. So how does that rate in your mind as far as satisfaction, the sense of accomplishment, those things? Uh, it's huge. Uh, it's huge. Cause you know, we, uh, we want to promote lifetime fitness. We, we think golf is, you know, golf is one of those things you can play for your entire life. And it, right. it, it uh, it's, it's one of the beauties of it. Um, and you know, what, what, watching a kid develop a love for it and, and want to put in the, the, that time and, and get better fairly rapidly uh, is, is awesome. I, I always tell them, you know, you're, you're not limited in golf like you are in some sports by your size, your athletic ability, you know, things like that. The only limits are how much work you're willing to put in, right. know, how much what you're willing to sacrifice, how much time you're willing to spend out there grinding away. To get better. We are going to take a break here on Grilling at the Green. We want to say hi to not only our folks here in Portland that listen on AM860, The Answer, KPAM, but also in down in Texas and Wichita Falls and back in Pennsylvania um, on WEEU back there in KSEY in Wichita Falls. And um, thank you for listening, and we'll be right back. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green here on AM860, The Answer in Portland, the Golf News Network, uh, KSEY, WEEU, and more stations to come. That's the only thing I can tell you right now. We're talking with Neil Wilhelm today. Um, you know, in in your experience, you know, and like I was saying, taking a kid that cannot play golf at all, doesn't know really anything about it, and then they turn out to be an Evans scholar, that's a pretty good accomplishment. 
it's huge. It's life changing. You know, yeah. I mean, we we've been fortunate enough to have a couple of those kids who, who you know, brand new to golf, and then uh, you know, four years later to win win that Evans Evans scholarship and get a full ride to you know, a first class university. Um, like I say, that's, that's a life changing event. That's, um, it's an amazing accomplishment. It's a, it's a fraternity that they'll be in for the rest of their life. And, and uh, uh, we're, we're really proud of, of that. How many have you had so far? I think you, I know you've had two. We've had two. We have uh, another that's uh, I think getting ready to start that journey um, real soon here, hopefully this summer. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, one is one is already graduated, moving on to doing bigger and better things, and another one's uh, finishing up, at, uh, maybe third, fourth year, I think, in yeah. university. Yeah. How does that process work? Do they come to you and say, "I've heard about this scholarship, and what do I need to do to qualify for it?" Yeah, I mean, uh, way back when with with Michelle Torres, uh, who was our first Evans Scholar. Um, you know, John Grothy at the, uh, at the golf course there. Uh, and I kind of, kind of identified her as somebody who would be a good candidate, you know, for it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you have to demonstrate a combination of, of really three things, you know, a high level of academics. Um, you have to, you know, be a, be a really upstanding person and then, uh, you know, get out and do some caddy, you know, um, and, Write a bunch of essays, do go through a bunch of interviews, and and uh, sell yourself really. Uh, and it's it's, I think one of the one of the neatest things to watch is you take a kid, a shy little you know, 15, 16 year old girl that uh, you know has a hard time making eye contact with an adult, right? Um, and then three, four years later, is confident, proud, um, uh, and you know feel feels really good about about interacting with anybody you know and what well, watching that growth i think is is pretty amazing and, and then then watching them go on to do wonderful things yeah well i think that's pretty cool and i knew michelle she was actually on the show and uh and her mom was there with her i think her mom was more proud kind of puffed up than than michelle i don't think michelle thought about it that much you know it, it was just kind of she did it and that was fine, but boy, the smile on her face. And what's interesting about that is we live in a community uh, that's got a really large Hispanic population. And, you know, Michelle did that with one, she was a, a girl, and two, she was Hispanic. And three, there's not a lot of Hispanic people. Uh, when that happened, which was a number of years ago, um, that played golf here. Um, we've got, you know, a couple, three golf courses right around town or not far from it, and then quite a few within a 15-minute driving time. But I always thought that that was – she really kind of broke a glass ceiling there. Absolutely. No, uh, I mean, what, what, what she did really kind of altered the course of – our program, you know, was uh, a huge motivator for, you know, for, for the next young lady to, to, to pursue that. Um, it was, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, you're, 
you, you just got to have a lot of trust, you know, and, and the people who are helping you and then whatnot to, to, to go down that road. Cause yeah, she, it's an intimidating uh, process. Um, and yeah, I mean, she, she conquered it. I mean, I, there's a, I mean, uh, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, that, that, I, we are all so proud of, of what she did and, and, and her accomplishments there. And, uh, like I said, she's, she's on to bigger and better things now. And, Good for her. She graduated from, yeah, uh, University of Oregon. Yes. Good for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good for her. That's kind of an interest, interesting thing if folks don't know about that because they have their own house there. Um, they have somebody who looks after them, takes care of them. And one thing I found was interesting is that uh, not just Michelle, it's kind of um, common that they get to college and some of them don't play because they're so, you know, in depth into their academics there yeah that's that's not a requirement of 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 receiving that that scholarship there Uh, the majority of don't play actually a a lot of them continue to caddy it's summer job and and things like that for them um but yeah the majority of them don't don't end up playing they they focus on academics and get their education and and uh don't have to worry about you know uh money (laughs) you know as as far as the cost of things which is yeah that's huge huge. That's huge. I never worried about it much anyway, because I was usually in a fog. But, uh, um, you know, but I didn't get there on a golf scholarship either. You know, mine, mine was uh, something else. How do you deal with and we've only got about a minute. We'll pick it up on the other uh, the other segment coming up, Neil. But some of these kids that try out and are not try out, but they come to the team. I am imagining you're welcoming all of them. To the team um they may not play in a tournament right away but they're there on the on the team but how do you deal when they can't really uh afford a set of clubs well i tell you we 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 have a an amazing relationship with the oga golf course there in woodburn um and you know with their support and help you know we've we've been able to you know break down those barriers to entry like equipment access yeah. Uh, you know, financial things. Um, and, you know, it's, it's really, you know, through their support and, and then also, you know, with, uh, with our fundraiser, right. And, and you're, you're a godfather of that and a huge, you know, uh, proponent of that and, and just a gigantic help and, and uh, pulling those off, you know, well, we're up to our ninth now. So yeah, yeah that's good. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back with Neil uh, Wilhelm. Um, who is the golf coach at Woodburn High School, Go Bulldogs, uh, my hometown, right after this on Grilling at the Green. Hey, it's JT, and this part of Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Ben Hogan Golf. Check them out online at benhogangolf.com. Welcome back to uh, Grilling at the Green here on AM860, The Answer. Today, we're talking with um, Neil Wilhelm, who is the golf coach in my hometown here for the high school. Yay. And uh, we'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended, also Ben Hogan Golf, uh, online tour quality clubs at factory direct prices to you. 
the consumer, the golfer, the hacker, the weekend warrior, whatever you want to call yourself, Ben Hogan can take care of you with some great clubs and they're custom made for you. So check them out online at benhogangolf.com. Also, if you want to email us, it's very easy. Golf at salempdx.com. Uh, we will be on the new network with uh, Golf News Net as far as on uh, iHeart Podcasts. Uh, they're going to have a whole channel. And uh, Golf News Net is the purveyor of that. And this show is going to be part of that. So there you go. How about that? How did, um, how did COVID affect like your, your playing, your tournaments, your uh, what have you, Neil? You know, we're, we're kind of on the other side of that now, I think. But uh, there was a couple of years there where we didn't do much. Yeah, I mean, what, what, one of the big things is we had to change from a shotgun to, to tea times, you know, to yeah. kind of spread, spread people out a little bit, and, you know, minimize, you know, the number of people that were just gathering before the tournament there. Um, but, you know, surprisingly enough, we, we never missed a year. You know, uh, again, with, with your help and whatnot, we were able to, to still pull it off. We had to move it from the, uh, um, you know, from the spring to the fall one year. Um, but uh, we were able to continue and numbers were still pretty good uh, all in all and uh, whatnot. So, I mean, that, I think those, those are the biggest things there. And I think we're back on to, to a normal shotgun start this year. Well, how do you how do you deal with that as far as preparing these tournaments? Now you're you're dealing with kids that are, you know, they're minors. Uh, a lot of people that like to contribute to these types of local tournaments. You know, they the local beer distributor, wine distributor, uh, liquor stores, what have you. Um, we've had success with those, but we've also had to be a little careful on how we did it. How do, how do you manage that? You know, I think just having some candid conversations with our kids beforehand. I mean, uh, you know, we we pride ourselves on on having great kids, on on really you know building character in those kids. Right. That that's right. one of our our main goals is to use golf as a vehicle to do that. And you know, they there's just an understanding that you you have to be mature. Um, um, you know, understand kind of the context of things and realize you know that. Uh, uh, that's you know it's it's part of the culture of golf for some people yeah um, you know and, and uh we've we've never had any issues you know with, with that uh we have amazing people who come and support us and and, and they're all really great with our kids and, and i think our kid our kids reciprocate that uh really well how, how do you get by the the technical side though as far as sometimes and this is for all people who listen if they work in a in the education world, if they're in a school district or whatever, um, school districts have certain rules about sponsorship or this and that, but there's legal and, and very thorough ways to kind of get around that. Uh, and again, you did something I thought was very unique. You started the, um, I'm gonna let you tell the name of it and stuff, but you started your own little organization that then kind of manages this, uh, especially your charity or your benefit tournament. And uh, maybe some of the listeners are scratching their heads on how they can do that at, at their school district. Yeah, we started the, uh, the Woodburn Junior Golf Club. Um, and, and what that really allowed us to do was, 
not only support the kids uh, on our golf team at the high school level, but also develop programs at the middle school level, um, support, you know, uh, programs, elementary programs and things like that. So we were able to, you know, we, we, we can support a wider variety of youth uh, in, in our community uh, be, because of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's worked out pretty good so far. It's worked out great. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've, uh, you know, it's our ninth, ninth annual and, and we've raised I think upwards of $50,000 over the years to, to, like you said, at the beginning of the show, kind of, you know, purchase equipment, uh, you know, enhance the experience of the kids, um, you know, pr- provide instruction, course time, um, what have you, you know, everything, you know, clothes and things like that yeah. to make it fun and interesting, uh, make them look good and, and uh, give them a first class experience there. I know you've had some great ones pass through, um, had a chance. Was it last fall or the fall before I, I lose track of time on these things, Neil, but, uh, he was also, I believe a quarterback. Um, and we got to play a special VIP round with him and we had a lot of fun with those boys that day. They were, they were having a great time and we were all laughing and, and he would, uh, kind of like, he was supposed to hit our drives on certain holes, (laughs) but if he muffed the shot, we gave him a mulligan. And then if he muffed that shot and and we beat him on something, he'd just break out laughing. He was having too much fun. It was, it was all very good there, you know. Um, when, you, when you put a tournament together, uh, and again, this is one of the reasons I brought you on the show today, besides I wanted to talk about the tournament and your program, was for people to understand that when you go ask sponsors uh, for whether it's money or prizes or whatever it is, it's one, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Two, it's um, you, you, sometimes I, when I first started working in sales, if you will, I always felt like I was going in there with my hat in my hand, you know, asking them for something like that. Uh, but I, how do you manage that? Um, and how do, how do you get your community behind something like your golf tournament? I, mean, I think, you know, the results of, uh, of it are, are so visible. I mean, uh, just in terms of the number of kids we now have out, the, uh, you know, the, the Evans Scholars, uh, the last two years, we've, we've had a boy and a girl that are now playing in college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they get jobs at the golf course and, you know, the, the day of the tournament's such a, it's so important in terms of just, you know, parading our kids out there and, and letting them see what, where that money's going, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, they're always really, really impressed, you know, with, with, with our kids and the way they handle themselves, you know, their, their level of character. Um, and whatnot, I, I think, you know, just, just being able to, to show them where, where their money's going and, and, and the difference that it's making in the lives of, of these young kids, I think is, is key, you know, uh, you know, in terms of the solicitation of stuff and, and things like that, it is hard, like you said, uh, can't thank you enough for, you know, just, just what you've done, uh, for 
our kids and the fundraiser and just our program and the community, uh, you know, you, you help us a ton with that. Uh, and have, have just given me lots of leads and, and, and all the other people who have, you know, helped with the tournament. It's, you know, it takes a village. It's, it's no, no one person, no one thing. It's, it's not me. It's not you. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of people, you know, to, to pull this off, you know, again, the support from the OGA golf courses cannot be uh, overstated. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, like, like I say, you, you, you see these kids and you meet them and you talk to them and, and you, you know, you, you, you can understand why, why it's important uh, to, to support a cause like this. I think that <clears throat> potential sponsors uh, if you do what you're just talking about, let them come out to the course, let them see the kids play, let them invite them to the tournament, you know, no matter what level they participate in, I'm talking about the sponsors. I think that's a good thing. So um, sometimes, and I've been around these folks long enough, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> that um, you see a light bulb go on in their head. You know, and they and they see the value of something like the program you put together here. They see the value of maybe it's a, you know, couple hundred dollars of sponsoring the whole, or maybe it's a thousand dollars to be a title sponsor. I mean, I, those numbers aren't exactly right, but I'm just giving it as an example. And I think that's really important that people can see that. We're going to take another break. Neil and I will be back. Bruce Furman's coming up top of the next segment but neil and i will be back right after this that and this is grilling at the green got my words all screwed up there but it's not that it's never happened before <laughs> we'll be back hi everybody it's jt and this is a special version of grilling at the green grilling at the green is brought to you in part by painted hills natural beef beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends that's painted hills natural beef Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. Talking with Neil Wilhelm here, the coach of, oh, my local hometown high school team. Now, I didn't go to high school here, but I've, I've kind of gotten fond of these guys. But first, here's Bruce, Bruce Furman. Yeah, I told you I can't talk today. Bruce Furman with his golf tip of the week. Hi, this is Bruce Furman. I'm the director of instruction out at Langdon Farms, and I'm going to give you a tip today on how to practice. When I practice my own game, I keep notes every time I practice. I put them in my smartphone, and, and I have a constant list. And, and a lot of things I do the same, but every once in a while I'll be practicing, and I'll feel this or that. And I always write that down so I have my notes to look at. And, and I, of course, understand my swing. And a lot of players, average players, have really no clue about their own swing. They, they listen to cliches from their playing partners like keep your head down, swing easy, left arm straight, those kind of cliches, but they don't really understand their own golf swing. So you should take a lesson from a, from a good teaching professional and really understand your swing. And then that teacher should give you certain drills and ways to practice. And the drills are designed for your swing and your problems. So then when you practice, whatever little time you have, you're practicing that that's making some difference in your game and you're not just guessing and listening to your buddies or or there's a lot of information on the internet but most of it's not good for your game so you got to be careful when you listen to those things so so understand your swing learn how to practice 
do the right drills and you'll get better even with limited amount of time to practice. So I hope that helps. Thank you, Bruce. We appreciate that. Find out more about Bruce Furman. Um, go to Langdon Farms. Go to the instruction. Click on that. It has a drop-down menu there, and you will find out all you need to know about getting a lesson from Bruce at Langdon. Great facility, and uh, he's a great teacher. He even puts up with me, so check out Bruce uh, Furman there. Now back to Neil Wilhelm. We've got just a couple minutes, but you're going to stick around for after hours. Is there one particular moment out of, what, nine years now that you've been doing this? Um, that sticks out in your mind is something that you really went, wow, that's great. Uh, I mean, I think I would probably go back to, to Michelle there and, and just watching her last golf event. Um, you know, she had just finished leading our, our girls team to the the state tournament for the first time in the history of of our program yeah um she had just won the evan scholarship um and and just after four years of watching her kind of mature and and just lo lo looking at all that she had done and and that now the path that she was off to uh i, I think I, I distinctly remember just that feeling uh of wow what what a journey uh what, what a kid yeah and th this is what it's all about you know no i bet you i bet you that was a great feeling seeing yeah. that yeah you know she's a great great young lady too and we i don't know if i'll ever see her again but if, if i do i'll certainly be proud of her you know and um she did stop by the house one day a few years ago her and her mom they got out of the car and they looked at me and her mom started whispering to her and Michelle goes, you're, you're the radio guy. I said, yeah, I'm the radio guy. So that was, that was pretty good. Um, you've got a tournament coming up. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes left here. Tournament coming up uh, April 30th here at the o Oregon Golf uh, Association. Hi there. And uh, tell us about that. Yeah, the, the, the tournament is, is April 30th. Um, got, got, got my little ones here. That's all right. Visiting. Uh, it's, it's at the OGA golf course. It'll be a shotgun start at 830 in the morning. Um, it's a great time. It's a great event. A lot of ways to get involved with either uh, you know, putting together a team, sponsoring holes, being a corporate sponsor, donating uh, raffle prizes and things like that. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's, a, it's like I say, a fantastic event. It's a lot of fun. The kids will be there. Um, they'll be on different holes, uh, mingling with with all, all, all the people supporting them. You know, yeah. on that day, there's a lunch uh, afterwards, uh, and uh, and yeah, beautiful course. How do they find out about it? You have a website that people can check out. I do. I do. Uh, let's see uh, the. The web address is attached to the flyer, which I, I do not know what that web address is actually off the top of my head. But uh, um, yeah, you can uh, you can email me at uh, nwilhelm at woodburnsd.org, uh, and I can I can send the link along to you there. Uh, I, I can also I also have uh, paper flyers, you know, with all the information on it as well. 
So thank you again, Neil. And folks, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another edition of Grilling at the Green. Take care, everybody. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved. And remember, the key to lower scores, a pencil with an eraser. See you next week.